deep. Thank you for listening to GDP. Go Deep the Podcast. You can find us on all forms of social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You're always welcome to reach out to our cast members. Sternzy, Motorsports Mofo, Lord Fawn, Big Mikey, T.O. Big Show, and Sassy K. Thank you for listening and your support. Go Deep. Alright folks, welcome back to GDP. Uh, It's been a minute, like I always say, but we're back and we're ready to talk about some of our fans' favorite sports. And although it's not my favorite sport, I know somebody else that absolutely loves this stuff. Like Who if, is it, John? <laughs> if we were talking porn, I'm sure this person would not be interested. It's the one and only Mofo Motorsports, or Motorsports Mo- Mofo. Come on, now get it right. I'm your favorite uh, co-host here. Guest ho- co-hosts are all my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, but uh, no, seriously, good to be back. Thank you for having me, and uh, yeah, man, good to see racing. Like it's going strong now, and uh, I am pumped. You definitely won't need those pocket pills because you got your heart just going pur- uh, purring right now. <laughs> uh, so we got lots on the plate today. Like I feel like I'm actually like doing a real show today. It doesn't feel like bullshit, which is nice. <laughs> uh, well, we're we're all serious around here. Yeah. With our our flip phones and our uh, number uh, texting. Just down the pipe, or just uh, recently, it just happened. The Atlanta race, or the the Atlanta circuit, just happened. And Kevin Harvick won. What's up with that? Yeah, man. Um, So, he he pulled it out of the... uh, That that guy is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He uh, wheeled that car right into the victory lane. So, that's the second race win of the season. We also won Darlington, if anyone watched or is aware. Um, surely most of the, the fans that follow are, but uh, if you're not, this is the second uh, win of the season. Tearing it up, I think, has a really good shot, you know, building momentum, going towards the championship. I mean, obviously, we still got a little ways to go, but I think he's really showing his muscle. And, I mean, I got to say, or I hate to say it, but Ford is really showing some speed this season. Oh, um, stop it right now, because you know what the fuck is going to happen. Sassy oh, Kane is yeah. going to be on my ass. I know. <laughs> the super but, fan uh, of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I know Sassy K is all all excited about her boy Alex Bowman, but, uh, you know, no, Harvick, Harvick uh, got Atlanta there, and, I mean, the, he led 151 laps so, of the 325, so it's hard to ignore. I mean, obviously, Stuart Haas racing or... Uh, and Ford is, is showing what it can do because I mean you gotta also remember that um, Penske with Brad Keselowski has had like you know dominant as of late too since we've been back and so we're really seeing a lot of strong you know finishes or wins really let's call it for it as wins out of Ford uh, stable as a whole so I'm, I'm sure the company they're uh, really pumped and I'm sure uh, you know I know Sassy K was giving me a hard time there the other day about uh, Ford versus Chevrolet but uh Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What kind of engine was this bad boy run? Do you know off by hand, or am I just kind of oh, catching me in the bad spot? I uh, I want to say it's the Ford FR9s, but I have to double check. Like on, I, I'm a little behind on my Ford uh, stats, and if they're still running that engine or not, I would have to look into that. See, I'll just tell her it was the equivalent of an F50, F150 engine. She'll be excited. <laughs> Don't give her any more ammunition on me, please. Yeah, and then I'll be like, shut up. 
<laughs> Anyways, but, uh, uh, but no, like so, he, Harvick tore up Atlanta, and uh, you know, I give the man credit where credit is due. That kind of uh, rough uh, racing service is, is going to, you know, definitely play uh, play into his hands when they go to Miami tomorrow. So, uh, before we talk about Miami, uh, I have yeah. to ask you: uh, we haven't seen any drama from Kyle Busch and the other guy. Um, yeah, Chase Elliott. Yes, thank you. Sorry, I'm still becoming a new fan, unlike Sassy K that became a fan overnight. So what's going on? Are they just are they done now? Are they done like doing the little mock? Oh, I mean there's been like, you know, there's the odd little I think little on track. I'm sure there's things that we're not aware of and I mean, you know, there's obviously a little bit of bumps here and there, but I think generally these two are leading with professionalism right now and I think they're looking at the bigger picture, um, you know, just trying to get results. Um, I, I don't ever think that, you know, these crutches are not always over. Sometimes, you know, you don't get mad, but you get even. And maybe at some point something will happen, or maybe, maybe it won't. It's hard to say, but I think, I think both of them are, you know, they're professional. They understand that these, these things happen. And I think, you know, most drivers will rewatch the races after they've run them and just pick up subtle nuances and mistakes they made. And I'm, I, I'm speculating, of course, but I have to wonder. Maybe Chase has watched it. Said, "Okay, you know, now that I've, I've calmed down and accepted it, and looked at the footage numerous angles, numerous times, it was a racing deal, and uh, it is what it is." Type thing. It, it, so, but yeah, like I mean, um, we'll, we'll see what transpires. But you know, hey, you always need a bad guy and a good guy, and, and I know um, a couple weeks from now we got Talladega coming up, so. All it takes is one guy to, you know, get wrecked there by someone that he felt he should have been cleared by or, or you know, give him right. a little bit more clearance. And boom, we're right back into a saga like that. So never count out Chase Elliott or Kyle Busch for some sort of drama in the future. But as of right now, things look like they have uh, subsided. All right. Well, you know, Martinsville um, on Wednesday night, they had their uh, winner, Martin Truex. Feelings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Martin Truex Jr. He uh, he finished first. Um, absolutely thrilled about that. I mean, obviously, I would have liked to see my boy Ryan Blaney who finished second. Um, you know, take the win. But you know, I've I've got nothing against Martin Truex Jr. Um, great driver. Um, you know, hats off to the man. He could drive. Um, he's really that was his second Martinsville win now back to back from uh, you know when they last raced there. So. Very, like, very pleased to see that. Uh, good for him. Good for the sport to see Toyota, you know, getting the win. Um, it, it just would have... I, I loved it under the lights. I can't say enough things there. I, I just would have seen it, obviously, a lot better if there would have been more fans in the stands. And what I mean by that is, obviously, there was no fans in the stands. And I'm speaking from a fan that has been to Martinsville, and there's such an ambiance when you're there watching it. it it's one of the oldest tracks on the circuit and uh watching it on television just wasn't quite the same seeing no fans in the stands let me ask you, you know, something the, going to yeah, that yeah. going going to that stadium uh the washrooms were they were they bad was it almost like a horse stable like you're peeing where they used to have the water trough for the horse and stuff is that well, you just, you, i just let it go down the grandstand and hopefully no one's underneath oh wow that's, that's... No, I, I'm joking, of course. Obviously, I would but, certainly but hope so. seriously don't stand under the grandstand. No, um, so 
for, for me there, we, we sat right at the start finish line. And, um, I mean, like they're, the washrooms are just minutes away as quick as you can run down to them. Um, I'm just so bugging you, man. I don't know why. I know. I'm just saying, really. That <laughs> Tell me about the, the urinals. Did they smell? Do they have the cool cakes? Do they have the little delicious. nets with the bouncy guy? Absolutely delicious. Uh, you got <laughs> while you're getting a Martinsville hot dog, you also got to <laughs> check out the urinals up there with the hot dog. But no, on a serious note, if anyone has um, never had the opportunity to check out Martinsville Race, check it out. It's nestled right there in the little valley um, next to the old railway tracks everything they're still in use so it's just a really nice ambiance old style track um, a very historical track and I, I can't say enough you know um, I, I, where we had tickets to go to this race and the whole COVID thing that's been going on it's still sort of going on um, there was no fans in the stands and it, it subsequently then got uh, tickets got refunded and such but uh, so depressing you know, absolutely great race but uh, I, yeah I'm happy for Truex would have would have rather obviously seen uh, my boy Ryan Blaney, you know, who brought it home second. I'd rather see Ryan in victory lane, but uh, he's come off a you know a couple strong finishes. I know he was fourth there, like going back to Atlanta, so maybe he'll uh, pull it off there in uh, Miami. But um, you know, also notable, uh, Jimmy Johnson brought it in tenth, and, and good to see Jimmy running uh, running a little better this season. Than you know, we're still waiting to see. Uh, the win come out for him because it's been it's his longest uh, winless streak of his career and being in his last season um, it's hard to see I hate to see a champion a seven time champion that sort of struggle along and and chug along just trying to get you know with he's finally I think getting there getting uh, consistency back speed the Chevrolet and um, also just no Bubba Wallace bringing it in 11th I was really happy for Bubba big supporter of Bubba Wallace and uh, he's great to uh, his fans, social media. So it was really, uh, it was a good race. I think also just, I know we've talked about it um, in the past about these midweek races. Yep. Personally, I thought it was fantastic. Like, you know, it's a Wednesday night, you're sitting there, you got, you know, whatever going on during the day, and then boom, you're sitting down, you're watching a race, and it was entertaining. I mean, it's helped. I, I think NASCAR, although they've been pushed into this a little bit because of the COVID thing, I just want to say, I think, in my opinion, I'm not sure about yours, John, but I feel that they've maybe touched on something that they do need to start looking at or maybe exploring for the odd race in the 2021 season. I'm not sure what your thoughts, though, uh, on midweek races, but personally, yeah, I thought... Uh, I think I, thought I think it's important. Idea. I think, you know, with, if you look at, um, well, growing a growing the sport, you're going to have to have some of those weekday games. Every other sport has weekday games, or sorry, races. So I, I don't see a problem with it. In fact, I think there should be. If you're going to grow the sport, you need to do weekday races or weeknight races. And I think well, I feel I feel like is it worth at least branching out and trying, right? I mean, I'm a, I consider myself a big fan, almost a super fan at times. And I will be honest, much like I'm sure other fans, you know, sometimes Sunday afternoon isn't always convenient. There's other things I want to do, or sometimes I'm at the track. Like I, I'm talking in terms of the drag strip. Yeah. Um, and I don't have the opportunity then to worry about watching a NASCAR race or I'm family or the, I'm, I'm going to a car show or a cruise. And it's like, oh, or you don't want nothing spoiled just, on social media by accident. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, so sometimes I think like if they were, if they had a schedule that was a little bit more flexible than every Saturday or Sunday, um, 
you know, just sort of mixed up the odd race. And I think it would also bring more viewership. And I, I don't think it could hurt. I mean, I, I, I could be wrong. I'm no statistician or anything. And I haven't looked at any hard data in terms of viewership. But I definitely hope that NASCAR does consider this going forward in the 21 season. Just trying to maybe play a couple of races into during the week type thing. So we'll see. We'll see. But no, Martinsville was a great race. And for anyone that uh, has not had the opportunity to go see a race there, you guys have got to check it out. Absolute, uh, absolute blast. So, Mofo, let me change gears with you. I just want to talk to you for a second about uh, Dale Hart Jr. Um, yep. We all know he's dealing with anxiety. Will this be his last race? Yeah, so Dale Hart Jr., like he, and as, as we had talked about, like he has, he, he has already retired, per se, and he does a couple of these, you know, a couple, like this is his latest, um, where he raced in the Xfinity race there today. Um, and one thing that he was noting is just, like, getting a lot of the anxiety. And I, if I had to bet, I don't know, like, I think it's one thing to say it's going to be your last race, um, and then it actually be. A, but, I mean, I feel like this could be it. He was, I was reading uh, a couple uh things on some forms that he was just sort of noting that he felt a lot of pressure, anxiety, and mixed sort of emotions about the whole thing, and that he uh, felt that he was sort of hard to be around these last couple days. And I think when, when as a driver starts to get in that mindset, um, you know, that's where it's time maybe that, you know, you put the helmet on the shelf and you go out, you go out with a, you go away, you still got, you can, well, but still wet the pencil, right? I mean, the man finished fifth today. That's a very respectable race finish and uh, good race car and all that. I I think that I'd rather step out and say, okay, that was my last. I decided just the way I've been feeling everything that that's my last. I went out on a high note versus the next two or three races coming back and finishing, say, 36, 37 because you're so anxiety ridden that it, it's overwhelming. Now, if you ever go back and watch, sorry to pay off, I was just going to say, if you ever go back and watch like, Days of Thunder, um, there's that little clip in the, the thing where Harry is saying to Cole, about, oh, you know, he was hearing all these voices of, whoa, get out of the race car, whoa, you know, something bad's going to happen if you don't get out. Yeah. Well, fast forward to a thing like this, I think when the mind is a powerful tool and the mind starts to play on you and cause you, you know, thoughts where it affects your confidence and especially when you're doing a sport like this where the difference of you making a mistake or and doing something correctly could cost you your life i think that's maybe the time to shelf the helmet and say okay i'm, I'm done so i think personally this might have been his last well i'm just asking out of curiosity as we've already talked about uh anxiety and depression on episode 49 do you think yep. some of this anxiety is actually coming from the fact that the end is close and he can feel like this chapter of his life is over? Do you think that's a possibility? Purely speculatory. I mean, I don't know Dale, and I, I mean, so... This Just is perception, only obviously, my, speculatory. My, my, my perspective would say that now that he is a new father and he's now married, I think he's looking at the big picture. I have to think that Dale is probably looking at, you know situation of that when his father like Dale Earnhardt Sr. was killed um, that you know he's now approaching on when his dad's age was when his dad was killed on track at Daytona. 
I think that there's a number of little things that are just playing on him and yeah. and are starting to... And I, I can see it. I mean, but he, he has a solid career. He had like a, you know, a number of wins. I mean, as I said earlier, like, I know we're, we're going to Talladega there in a couple of weeks. And I mean, Dale always loved Talladega. But I, I think that just there's a number of little things like... Even I, I know, like, from listening to that, that episode that you guys did on anxiety and depression and everything, and I'm not saying anxiety that they're depressed, but at least from the anxiety aspect, I think there's a number of little things that are probably starting to creep in on them, and I'm sure that it's just, it's starting to weigh on them emotionally, and it's probably, you know, it's probably better that, you know, he heed on the side of caution, because you just, you don't want to have something go wrong, and then, you know, you're asked, right? Well, Mofo, we're going to change gears once again as we go through the show. And the next gear I kind of wanted to turn with you was, well, this is kind of like a two-parter thing to to say, to be honest. Okay, so in GDP number 70, you and I spoke about Kyle Larson and his improper use or even the idea of using a word that he used that we obviously do not side with. and. I don't know how much more we can get into it, but I mean, I know other people are talking about this more thoroughly. Now, NASCAR just banned the Confederate flag. Do you think yep. what happened with Kyle Larson was the leading point, or do you think other issues in the world maybe uh, applied to, you know, let's look at our rules and make a change here? Okay, so first off, um, my personal thought on it is everything has a place in history, and that's fine. I don't think, though, the flag has a place anymore in NASCAR. I think the flag should have been, dare I say, bad. Like they've now, so just to, to give context, sorry. So NASCAR is now, this week past, has now made motion to ban it from all its properties. So, like the track, the campsites, anything that is NASCAR owned. They're not, they're not having it. So, in my opinion, the Makes flag sense should to have me. been. <laughs> oh, and I agree. The, the flag, though, I think should have been, you know, um, been banned like that type thing in, in 2000. So we're talking 20 years ago. The at fact least. that, frankly, yep. taken. Oh, at least. Yes, I'm just saying, though, when I think back of how progressive we all thought we were in 2000, and I look back at it, you know, 20 years more have gone by, and it's now taken them this long so I just want to put that out there I think it, I personally think it should have already been gone but fast forward to your question the thing with Larson I feel was a, a spark igniting a flame that that just happened to the fall into everything that has now transpired with George Floyd and I think Larson's thing was just a small tip of the iceberg I feel overall though now with everything hitting and the, the racism becoming a bigger topic that is thankfully being discussed, I think that's why now they finally said, okay, now we need to really step up. I know Bubba Wallace was a big, uh, you know, advocate of, hey, we need to get this flag removed, and rightfully so. So 100%. I'm happy with it. And I just, when I think about it, I think it should have been done at least 20 years ago. But uh, no, good on them. I know, though... Um, there was this guy, and I had to Google, like, believe it or not, because I'm a fan, I had to Google up who the city is. Yeah. So, Ray 
Well, it doesn't even matter what his last name is. You can guys can I think Google it was it like Siska Bar Barelli. C I C B A R E L L I. If we said your name, our apologies. Move on. <laughs> Continue, anyway, my friend. So, so thirty-two races entered, zero wins, and like I say, I, I never, I have nothing personal against the man as a person, but like I, I had no idea who the fuck this guy was. Okay. And uh, from what I found, though, in the truck series, uh, were his starts, and uh, again, uh, zero wins and. 32 races, so he's not like a, you know, like a household name type thing, but he had uh, made a big stink on, you know, online that, you know, he was... So, yeah, with, with zero wins, you know, I, I, I don't get it, but this guy, so he, he makes this thing that after the 2020 season, he's, uh, he's going to retire and makes this big stink about because the, the Confederate flag cannot be flown, he's retiring. And it's like, okay, that, that's great. You, you could just announce due to whatever reason, make up some horse shit, that after 2020, I'm going to be stepping aside, and done. Um, but anyway, thankfully, NASCAR, their, their Twitter handle there, their, their social media handle, jumped all over this guy. 100% and I thought they it was did. hilarious. Oh, 100%. Okay. They weren't waiting a minute on that bad boy. Oh, like, it was absolutely hilarious. Like they said, like, you know, we had, they even said themselves, like, we had to Google, sorry, who you are. And I, I started to laugh like hell, right? And thankfully, there, there was people on all sorts of forms of social media that have jumped all over this. And I just think, you know, like, there's no need for this crap in, as we've discussed before, whether in the Larson thing or, or other things, but there's no need for this crap in 2020. So I'm just glad to see, like, you know, okay, he's gone. Um, that we're seeing the, the sport take some steps in terms of progressing forward. And, and I really hope that now we're going to be able to you know, become really, truly diversified within the sport, and we're going to see, you know, a progression go forward now. That would be my hope. But, uh, yeah, with the flag banning, I mean, I'm cool with that. Um, I'm sure there are people out there that are hurt, and I mean, I'm sorry about that, that their, their feelings are hurt, but I, again, we're in 2020. Let's just uh, all learn to get along, work together, be, you know, one team, per se, out there on the track. And, um, yeah, so... That's where I stand with the flag, other than I just think it should have been 20 years ago, at least, right? Makes perfect sense to me. We're going to change yeah, lanes there, Mofo, and we're going to go back to Miami. So i got a question for you about Dan Hamlin on the poll for Miami. Who's your top three? Yeah, so Denny Hamlin took the poll, and he's in a Toyota. So good for him. That's great. If I'm going to be betting man, though, and those that know me personally know I like to do my pools. Okay. And so if if I'm going to be picking my top three guys, um, I'm going to be putting my money to bet on Harvick. Now, I know we just won there last week, and so some would say, oh, well, you know, but I mean, the, when you compare the surfaces, the racing surfaces, um, between Atlanta and Miami, they're pretty pretty similar, right? Yeah. So my picks then for the Dixie Vodka. 400. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to go with Harvick to, to win. I'm going to have to put Chase Elliott somewhere in the mix, either a second or a third. Um, so I think just with the way Chase has been running, I'm going to give him a third, although like statistically speaking, he would be second. Uh, but I just feel the way Chase has been running, I'm going to give him a third. I'm going to put my man Truex, Martin Truex Jr., in the second spot. if I'm, And this is all presuming I'm betting, if you will. Okay. So we're going to go with Harvick, Truex, and then Elliott is my personal prediction. Although I really am secretly 
secretly am cheering for Ryan Blaney, buddy. If you can bring it in first, I will eat your hat. <laughs> Maybe actually, you know what? I won't eat your hat, but I will be cheering from the couch because Lord knows we are uh, fans aren't allowed back in the stands yet. But yeah, it's definitely so, better than eating his underwear. But we're gonna move oh, on. Jesus, wow, <laughs> hang me out to dry, why don't you? Oh God. But uh, it should be, it should be, woo! <laughs> should be, should be a good race. Uh, Miami always, uh, you know, always brings out a thing. But don't be, don't be surprised, guys, if you see Kyle Busch maybe pull out the win. I know now I'm ranking four um, guys, but yeah, if I have to put my money on it, John, I'm going with Kevin Harvick for the uh, the race win. I hope the, I hope, I really hope there's no relation between Kyle Busch and Bush beer, but. <laughs> We're not going to go into that. Um, Would you like the dirty bush? <laughs> no, I like mine trimmed, thank you, or at least cleaned off like hardwood floors. But oh, wow. <laughs> we don't need to go there. So oh. Sunday's race, as we just spoke about, is on Sunday. The next Sunday is the Geico 500, which is the Talagate, uh, Talagdega Speedway, which is 500 miles. Jesus yep, 188 Christ. laps of grueling pressure. Um, a lot of people often say, oh, well, you know, the guys are just sort of riding around, um, or even the drivers have sometimes said, you know, they're just sort of riding around, but I still maintain there's, you're never just riding around. There's, there's, you're always just inches, millimeters away from making the hugest mistake of your life and causing, you know, a 10 or 20 car pileup. So, Talent Sounds Edgar, like the 401 uh, every day in rush hour. Oh, every goddamn day <laughs> in my life. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm running the gauntlet. <laughs> Put the blinders on and just, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. Um, <laughs> or Tesla, no, whoever you call Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but no, Talladega will be exciting. And like I say, you know, all it's going to take is uh, one little misjudgment uh, there or, or someone thought they were clear. Next thing, boom, you've got the proverbial or the literal big one. Yep. And uh, you've got then, boom, you've got a feud reignited between two drivers and... Uh, but who knows, but we're, we're going to see, um, if I had to bet on Talladega, I'd be looking for the fourth, usually uh, have got good power. It all comes down to who's who's around at the end and what uh, dance partners you've got to uh, push you through the draft and uh, give you the speed. So we'll see, but uh, definitely I'm, I'm pumped just to have racing back on a consistent basis now. Um, lots of entertainment, and it's just been good racing, good quality. I just... Oh, I mean, I miss the fans in the stands. As silly as that sounds, watching from home, from going to the track and actually being a fan in the stands and just feeling the, the energy, and then watching it from home and seeing all the fans and their energy, that's the one thing I am missing. So hopefully this whole corona bullshit can get over soon and uh, we can all get back to uh, being the fans we want to be in the stands and supporting our drivers. And uh, yeah, yeah, so it should be a, a good couple of weeks, so... Make sure you guys uh, tune in and check it out. If you've never watched NASCAR race, maybe this is your opportunity while everything else is down. Sounds amazing. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add there, Mofo, before we tie this bad boy up like dirty oil? Oh, tying it up like dirty oil is my favorite. Um, <laughs> or no, wearing the uh, dirty oil is probably your favorite. <laughs> just want to send out a general reminder um, to all my car guy girls uh, that are out there listening. Um, you know, I've got a number of friends that uh, that ride motorcycles. Um, I can't say that I do, but just to always remember, check your blind spots, guys. Motorcycles are back out on the streets now. And, uh, you know, we've, we've already seen a number of accidents in the news regarding uh, motorcyclists. So always remember your blind spots. Listen for those loud pipes and, 
you know, happy motoring out there. And again, thank you as always for all your uh, support and listening. Mofo, (laughs) (laughs) Mofo, thank you very much for your time and all your uh, information here. I'm sure everybody's very appreciative. I know I'm appreciative of it. John, it's always a pleasure. I'm not sure uh, if I'm appreciative of you or not, but uh, it's always always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And uh, please do me a favor. Always remember to go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Thank you for listening to GDP. Go deep the podcast. You can find us on all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You're always welcome to reach out to our cast members, Sternzy, Motorsports Mofo, Lord Fawn, Big Mikey, T.O. Big Show, and Sassy K. Thank you for listening and your support. Go deep.